Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Many years ago, a colleague who leaned toward atheism was invited to serve as the interim minister to a congregation that identified as Christian. His first Sunday in their pulpit was Easter. Anxiously, our clergy group anticipated the implosion of their theologies. I called him that afternoon. He answered without greeting me. Well, he intoned, we had the resurrection. I suspect that those of us gathered here today represent the full gamut of resurrection theologies and that many of us don't have a resurrection theology. I have one. True to Unitarian Universalism, it's a kind of mashup of Christianity, Buddhism, and Judaism. Here you go. In Luke 17:21, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is within you. You may have heard this quote as the kingdom of heaven is among you, but the Greek word, which I cannot pronounce, means inside. Most scholars now concede that heaven is within you, is correct. Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese Buddhist monk and peace activist, believes that the coming Messiah will not manifest as an individual, but rather as a community. And the ancient Hasids say, if we always assume that the one sitting next to us is the Messiah, waiting for some simple kindness, we will soon come to weigh our words and watch our hands. And if the Messiah chooses not to be revealed in our time, it will not matter. This past week, as I parted from a Christian colleague, she said, I'll see you on the other side of the resurrection. That, I thought, is up to us. Each of us individually and all of us collectively. Heaven is within you. The Messiah will manifest as a community when we act as if the one next to us is the Messiah, whether or not the Messiah is revealed, will not matter. Despite the dire straits in which we find our democracy, there is reason to hope for the resurrection. At its height, the gathering of water protectors at Standing Rock, North Dakota, protesting the black snake of the Dakota Access Pipeline was the biggest gathering of native North Americans ever. 
the first time all seven bands of the Lakota had come together since they defeated Custer at Little Bighorn in 1876. This gathering, writes American cultural historian and author Rebecca Solnit, made an often invisible tribe visible around the world. What unfolded there seemed as though it might not undo the pipeline, but write a radical new chapter to a history of more than 500 years of colonial brutality and centuries of dehumanization and dispossession. Standing Rock has been a catalyst for a sense of power, pride, and destiny. It is an affirmation of solidarity and interconnection and education for people who didn't know much about native rights and wrongs. And it has inspired young people who may have half a century more of good work yet to do. Thousands of veterans came to defend the encampment. On December 5th, the Lakota conducted a forgiveness ceremony for them. Inside the cavernous Standing Rock Casino, the veterans knelt. Wesley Clark, Jr., son of retired U.S. Army General and former Supreme Commander at NATO, knelt before Lakota Elder Leonard Crow Dog and spoke. Many of us, me particularly, are from the units that have hurt you over the many years. We came, we fought you, we took your land, we signed treaties that we broke, we stole minerals from your sacred hill, we blasted the faces of our presidents onto your sacred mountain, and then we took your children. We tried to eliminate your language that God gave you, that the Creator gave you, we didn't respect you, we polluted your earth, we've hurt you in so many ways. But we have come to say that we are sorry. We are at your service, and we beg for your forgiveness. Leonard Crowdog laid his hand on Wes Clark's bowed head, and on behalf of his people, he accepted the apology and forgave. Heaven is within you. The Messiah will manifest as a community. When we act as if the one next to us is the Messiah, whether or not the Messiah is revealed, will not matter. Lexi Magnuson and her husband live outside of Seattle. In early December, their new neighbor swung by to say hello. Lexi says she told me her son had been attending a high school where lesbians had gone to the prom together. A school assembly about transgender acceptance had put her over the edge. She said she wanted to get her children away from that sort of influence and people making that lifestyle okay. She'd moved her family to Washington to protect her children. Lexi was outraged, but kept her cool. I told her, your kids are going to be exposed to this no matter where you take them. Kids these days get it. They know not to be horrible to other kids based on how they were born. Then, she says, I walked inside and rage ate a bowl of nachos. 
But then, since regular aggression leads to assault charges, she says, I went with passive aggression, being a big fan of displaying what she describes as a ridiculous amount of Christmas lights, Lexi decided that it would be cathartic to make a rainbow flag of lights in her hedges. I felt good the entire time I put them up. She says, you are going to have to picture this. When she was done, she let up red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and pink lights, 10,000 of them. This is the neighborhood in which Lexi Magnuson wants to live and in which all people of goodwill will feel welcome and safe. Heaven is within you. The Messiah will manifest as a community. Whether or not the Messiah is revealed, will not matter. Since fleeing Aleppo in 2012, amid the bloody civil war in Syria, the Hayani family had been searching for a new home. For five years, they lived in Jordan, in limbo, waiting to be cleared for travel to the United States. In January, when they finally boarded a plane in Amman, more than four million Syrians had fled the country. An estimated 400,000 had been killed. Abdul Kader, fastening his seatbelt, wept for the country he loved and might never see again. When they stepped off the plane at Logan Airport, his children collapsed in sleep on a bench, the four of them draped over their mother, bent like flowers that needed watering. Abdul Kader stood apart, a name tag looped around his neck, listening to the announcements he could not understand. And then, all at once, the Americans appeared. They carried signs that said, welcome, in Arabic, listing the family's names. Somebody knew them, he thought they were not alone here. That relief carried Abdul Qadir through the last leg of their journey, the harsh shock of January air, ice sparkling faintly on the highway. It was after midnight when they made it to the house. The Americans showed Abdul Qadir how to use the oven and call 911, then left the Hayanis to sleep. The Americans, including an unlikely coalition of Jewish leaders and synagogue members, local Syrian Americans and Muslims, had secured this house. The support they got along the way overwhelmed them, donated furniture, stacks of gift cards, volunteers lined up to offer childcare and English lessons. Supporters pledged living expenses and enough money to pay rent for a year. For months, Bonnie Rosenberg, a Newton retiree, and other volunteers from Temple Beth Elohim in Wellesley had collected donations and dreamed together of the Hayani's first days. A walk to the playground, that first visit to the grocery store. They had watched as mattresses donated by Bob's were delivered inside, 
and there were toothbrushes and towels in the bathroom, note cards taped above appliances providing instructions in handwritten Arabic. Two matching baby dolls laying near the front door for the two little girls who would soon be there. Standing in this house, so carefully, tenderly readied, a word had come into Bonnie's mind. Sacred. She, like many of the others, felt strongly that Jewish history demanded it. Jews had suffered and died by the millions in World War II, in part because other nations, including the United States, would not take them in. How could they now ignore another displaced people? They were moved to prayer. Was a Jewish prayer appropriate? They turned to the caseworker, the only Muslim among them. We say amin at the end of a prayer. You say amen. There is so much that is the same, she said. They formed a circle and gave thanks. Say this with me. Baruch atah Aronai Eloheinu melech haolam. Shehechianu v'kiimanu v'higianu lazman hazeh. Blessed are you, God, who has granted us life and sustained us and allowed us to reach this day. On the morning after the Hayanis finally arrived, Bonnie Rosenberg greeted them and equipped her with a bag her grandchildren had helped her pack, full of books and stickers, paper and markers and snacks. The sight of the children moved her deeply. God, she thought, must prevail. Within moments, she had one of the little girls in her lap. Holding her close, she thought, it's up to us. Beloved spiritual companions, I invite you to this resurrection theology. Heaven is within you. The Messiah will manifest as a community. When we act as if the one next to us is the Messiah, whether or not the Messiah is revealed, will not matter. When a U.S. Army veteran kneels before a Lakota elder and asks for forgiveness, there is reason to hope for the resurrection. When a woman stands up to ignorance and bigotry and lights up her neighborhood, there is reason to hope for the resurrection. When Jews make a home for Muslims displaced by war, remembering that so much is the same, there is reason to hope for the resurrection whether or not there will be a resurrection is up to us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at or through our Facebook page.
If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.